Welcome to the Road to 7 podcast, guiding and supporting entrepreneurs along their road to seven figures and beyond. Here's your host, Sheila Cummins. Welcome back to the Road to 7 with Sheila Cummins. It is a real honor to be with you today and thank you for listening and for tuning in. It means the world to me that you are going to take some time out today and together you and I are going to learn from Tasha Booth. Tasha is a podcaster, mentor and online business manager for successful course creators and coaches. She is also the CEO of the Launch Guild, which is a hugely successful online business management and virtual support agency, which supports coaches and course creators with everything from podcast development to systems creation, from daily business management to six-figure launches. This lady knows her stuff and her business journey is absolutely inspiring. Tasha also mentors virtual support pros, VAs, and OBMs who are passionate and ready to grow their businesses while living life on their own terms. Today, we're going to be talking about Tasha's growth journey. It is one that is admirable and exciting and she is absolutely someone you're going to want to connect with and watch. Oh, Tasha, it is such a thrill to have you on the road to seven today. Thank you for taking the time to share your story with us. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited to be here. Let's go back right to the beginning when you started your business. What inspired you to get started? So my business was totally an accident. But no, I started off as a blogger. I had a frugal and healthy living blog. I was in a bunch of Facebook groups and I kept seeing people ask for VAs. And I had no idea what a VA was, what a virtual assistant was. Mm -hmm. And so once I figured out what that was, I realized that a lot of people were asking for the types of services that I and platforms that I was learning through my blog, through working my blog. And so I had some student loans, some credit card debt to pay off. And I was like, why not do this, you know, on the side, on the weekends, evenings kind of thing. And by month four, I think it was around month four, I was making more part-time evenings and weekends in my VA business in my director level YMCA job. (laughs) Whoa. And that's when I was like, hmm, I think this is bigger than like some side gig. Throughout your growth, I'm sure you've hit sort of a couple milestones or barriers that you had to overcome. You know, one of the things as being a VA or OBM is that you are trading time for dollars. What was that pivot point or that that intersection where you knew, hang on, this is actually larger than me? Probably by six months in, I was starting to have the conversation with my husband, like, this is larger than me. And definitely when I decided to go full time into it and just say, I'm just going to dive in, that was a pivot point. The big one was probably when I decided to go from just working by myself as a solopreneur to creating an agency model business. So I think that that was a huge pivot point because that was me saying, okay, I'm no longer a me, I'm now a we Mm -hmm. and stepping into it differently, stepping into it as the CEO of the Launch Guild instead of I'm a VA OBM. Yeah. Right. And I want to come back to being the CEO, but you've also made a really bold move here. And it's one that I really admire in that you you didn't shift it all to being agency model. Mm -hmm. 
So you actually have another piece that you're cooking up. Tell me about that. You've got the the Launch Guild agency. Tell me about the other side. Yeah. So the other side is as I grew my business, of course, you have people that are asking you, how, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? So I started with a podcast called How She Did That. From the podcast, I was already coaching, doing some one-on-one coaching, but mm-hmm. through the podcast and um, sort, sort of getting more well-known in the VA community, I now have a six-month coaching program as well as some passive products. So some... Uh, courses and those sorts of things, specifically for virtual assistants and online business managers and project managers who are growing their business. That's fantastic. So you're helping recreate what you've created and you're still creating. So let's come back to this idea of, okay, this is bigger than me. I've got more work work than just one person can handle. You hire that first team member. Who did you hire first? Yes. So the first person I hired was another Pinterest manager. I had a lot of Pinterest clients. And so um, I hired a second Pinterest manager first. If I were to go back, I probably would have hired somebody to manage me would have probably been my first hire. Oh, interesting. I'm going to go back and do it again because yeah, in, in hindsight, that probably would have been more helpful. How, how would that have impacted your growth? I think I would have had more space to grow. Okay. In hiring a second Pinterest manager, there was still all of the onboarding pieces, the you know inbox management, the social media of marketing my business, all of those pieces. If I had somebody more on the back end to onboard clients and do all of those, I think that that would have given me more space to, to grow and to create the systems that now work really well within my business also. That's interesting. So instead of outsourcing the work, you would have, and I know you now have an yeah. amazing woman who helps you be the implementer by managing your marketing and making sure your funnels are full and booking all your your calls and really handling you because you are still quite involved in the delivery. How do you know when you are ready to hire? It's so scary. It's so scary to hire. And I know that there's listeners out there that are like, oh yeah, well, you know, you got to be making this amount to hire. Tell me how you know when you're ready to hire. Yeah, well, I will say that like there is a VA at every price point for everyone, for every budget. So really thinking that like there's that you can't because of budget. Right. Definitely somebody who is excellent and who can probably work within your budget. And I like I used to have clients that were five hours a month, you know, that weren't a lot, but giving them those five hours a month of space to really create vision and to do only the things that they could do, like that was such a gift to them and that really helped them to be able to grow faster. Even if you're just starting, figuring out what are those things that you hate doing and Mm -hmm. what are those things that that aren't serving your time that take four times as long as if somebody who was doing it all the time stepped in and did it and it was done, you know? And you know what else I love about what you said? And it's something that when you're going into the hiring conversation, for goodness sakes, go in with a budget. You know how much you are able to spend, no matter how big or how small Mm -hmm. it just is, and find someone who can do even most of what you want, if you're not ready to afford everything that you want. Right. That's what I love about what you're saying. Yeah. No, I love that you said that because even now, you know, when I get on sales calls, I always ask people like, what budget should I be mindful of on the low and the high end? And half the time people have thought about and they have a budget and they give me a number and the other half, they're like, well, I'm not sure. And I think that their fear is that if they give me a number, I'm going to just stuff everything and be like, 
that's the number, you know, yeah. that's how and some people will. Yeah. And what I do is I give a um, small, medium, large package mm, smart. options. That way there's something for them to grow into as well. Right. 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 So here's the growth plan. Let's start here. This is where your budget is. When we increase your revenue to X, then we can shift. That's great. And so listen, you're, the Launch Guild, you're building a really good thing here. I know that you've got raving fans. I know that your clients adore you. At what point did you realize that a seven-figure business was possible? Yes. That was a scary number for a while. Right? <laughs> I know. Because everyone's like, six figures, six figures. And then you're at six figures. And the next benchmark yeah. is normally then seven. And it's still crazy to think about. I had a coach last year who, this was such a great piece of advice. And I still always ask myself when I get to a stuck point where I'm like, this isn't possible, then I come back to what she said. And she said, do you know somebody who has done what you want to do? What, the thing that you're saying is impossible. Mm-hmm. And I know seven-figure business owners. Like I know a number of them, you know? Right. And so then the question becomes, okay, so it's possible, right? It's, it's in the realm of possibility because somebody else already has done it. That's right. So then it becomes, well, why not me? <laughs> and so, you know, I think that that helped me with the mindset piece of like, this is definitely possible. The other thing, and this is so crazy, but recently... I've been getting on a number of coaching calls with people who like intro coaching calls, so like half hour coaching calls to start. And they like totally fangirl over me. And I'm like, I'm just Tasha Booth, you know? Right. And like, but what I'm realizing is the impact I'm having on my small corner of the world. Right. And so knowing that that impact can also lead to increased revenue is an amazing Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you're talking about those internal beliefs. And so, you know, one of what you've said is, well, let's find somebody who's done what you want. And I think, you know, this is where that whole idea of success leaves clues. What are they doing that I could do? Or what do I need to start, stop, or continue doing that would help me get there? If we could pinpoint that internal belief system where you said, okay, yeah, why would I not go for this as well? Was there one belief that you had to shift in order to grow your business to where it is today? I think I had to shift the mindset of I am an employee, you know, even of my clients, like I am an employee to I am a CEO and a strategic partner. Yes. And stepping into the power and the responsibility of that makes you show up in spaces differently. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you do show up as that SEO, you're giving off a different vibe than I'm here to help schedule your social media. Right. Exactly. Which is not, you know, most of what you do. (laughs) Exactly. So what's had the biggest impact on your business growth? Great coaching. Like I am such a huge fan of coaching. I started with my first coach three months in and I've had coaching. I've either been in a coaching hybrid program where it's like one-on-one and a mastermind or group, you know, or something all along the way. I say to people all the time, like, why would I take the harder path through the woods, you know, check through, through the mud and everything when I can hire somebody to help me take my hand and be like, this is the path, you know, like right. that rock, don't hit that tree, you know, like make it easier. And it's not that it is easy it just having somebody there who has already been there, done that, and can help you guide you along the way. Huge. Yeah. Right. I love that. So what's the biggest lesson you've learned? I think that not every client is a yes. Like not every client is a perfect fit for you. Right. And that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. 
I love that. So go back and think about yourself back when you were starting out that doing it on the side while working a full-time job. What's the one piece of advice you would give yourself? Don't try to do everything. When I first started, I thought that I had to do transcription and social media and all the things that I hated. Mm -hmm. When I realized what my lane was and what my gift was, and that either the launch guild as a company needed to say, these were the things that we are going to do and these are the things that we aren't, or I needed to bring somebody into my team who was gifted at those things that Mm -hmm. I, you know, didn't want to do. That just opened it up so much. So be excellent at a few things instead of trying to be a generalist at everything. I love that. And that actually is also where the listeners can connect with you because you are very good at what you do. (laughs) And that is helping people launch, helping raise their visibility. Uh, How should we stay connected with you, Tasha? Absolutely. So my website is thelaunchguild.com and all of my social media is also that. So you can find me there and you can also find me on my podcast called How She Did That. I love that. Well, that sounds great. Thank you so much for sharing your journey. There's so many little nuggets that you planted for us today. Absolutely. Thank you. It's a pleasure. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Road to 7 podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes so you don't miss an episode. To learn more, visit SheilaCummins.com for more support along your road to seven figures and beyond in your business. See you next time.